Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my friend Dan McKenzie at McKenzie Law. Uh, I had procrastinated for a very long time about getting my will, my estate plan, my living will done. And, you know, listen, I'm in my 50s and you never know what tomorrow can bring. But I can tell you right now, I don't want somebody else making decisions for me than that I want to make myself. So that's why I decided to work with Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie firm. Uh, he did a fantastic job, answered all of my questions. He was patient with me. Andrew knows it's difficult to be patient with me, so that should tell you just how good Dan McKenzie is with that. Uh, you may not even know what a living will is. Bottom line is this. If you don't want to live in a vegetative state, do you want to be in a vegetative state, or do you want to say, you know what, I want somebody to pull the plug for me? That's the type of decision that you might need to make. That's a decision that you can make lawfully with Dan McKenzie and McKenzie Law. Go to the McKenzieFirm.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to RMFP.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Terry Fry. He writes for Mile High Sports Magazine. Of course, you remember him from the Denver Post. He writes for Colorado uh, Hockey Now as well with our friend Adrian Dater. And he writes for his own website, terryfry.com. He has spent a good part of his career covering hockey. Of course, he has covered the Colorado State Rams as well. How are you, Terry? I'm doing fine. I've made that drive many a day and jo- stopped at Johnson Corner for a cinnamon roll on the way up and the way back. <laughs> right, right. So so you really, is it worth the stop to get the cinnamon yes, roll? It, yes, it is. Okay. And do and you have a difficult time eating and driving at the same time? I never do that. Never, 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 ever, ever. Okay. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying for the record. Hey, Aaron, in the last ad, you say you were in your 50s? Yes. You don't look a day over 49. You know what? If I've never heard that joke before. That is so fresh, Terry. You should stick to writing and not stand-up comedy. With that... How do you put up with that, Andrew? Uh, you know what? It, eventually, you just kind of learn to kind of tune it out after a while, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> kind of like our listeners. Yes. With that, hey, hey, with that hey. Steve Adazio, uh, a very uneventful 4-12 and record as the head coach. But him being fired today, is it more than just the record? I thought the first question, if I had been there, I didn't get up there. But I think the first question was, is this about three and nine, or is this about something else, or is this about both? And I think the answer, you you know guys know, you ask questions knowing what the answer is. And the answer, of course, is that it was a totality of a lot of things. And, and I think he, if they'd been nine and three, of course, it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, so in that sense, it's about three and nine. But it was about so much more than that. It was about the bottom line is let's come back, let's just get right to the point. The bottom line is he was a bad fit for Fort Collins and Colorado State. It was interesting. You mentioned the bad fit. I mean, the guy he never coached uh, anywhere. I think west of the of Mississippi. He's mainly an eastern guy. Why, looking back on it, uh, why on earth did this make sense to anybody 
at CSU to bring in somebody who not only has no background in the region, but also was clearly appeared to be kind of on the decline as a coach. The, the mistake from the start was having Urban Meyer act as the coaching consultant. And that's not even a specific knock on Urban Meyer. It's that, that that's, it's not something he's supposed to be doing either. You know, he was on campus. He'd been an assistant at CSU, remembered it fondly and thought he was helping. And they thought he was helping them, but he, he had he, basically everybody. Most of the people interviewed were cronies of his, and and just, that's just not a good, healthy way to do it. And Steve Adagio had been through uh, coach head coaching stints at Temple, and and at Boston College, of course, but hadn't really impressed anybody there. And I thought it was kind of funny because I asked several people about this. You know, he didn't handle the press real well, but that's not the issue here. I mean, if we if we can't handle occasional combativeness, we should be going. We should be selling vacuums or something like that. But in this case, he'd be, he'd worked with the Boston Press, and I'm told that the reason he that kind of that kind of did matter was because Boston College is not covered all that much by like the Boston Globe or Boston major Boston media, and so he he was able to kind of bully the people who who he, who covered them there, and so it really wasn't a preparation for this job. We are talking with Terry Fry. You can catch his work on terryfry.com. You can also read him in Mile High Sports Magazine as well and Colorado Hockey Now. Uh, Listen, when a team is not doing well, the coach comes under fire and then it becomes a feeding frenzy with the fans. Just look at what's going on with Vic Fangio right now. But no one would ever accuse Vic Fangio of being a jerk, being a bad guy. Might not be a very good head coach, and that's fine. How was Steve Adazio viewed in Fort Collins, well, unfortunately, he turned off a lot. Of, he turned off a lot of stalwart boosters, and by boosters, I mean in both senses of the word: the people who are writing the checks and the people also supporting the program, and a lot of people who did both to a moderate degree of financial backing. And he he just they he just turned them off. And the last draw was when he got thrown out of the game on senior night, and then said it was a total rebuild, basically insulting. He'd been insulting the seniors and, and the players he inherited. And the contrast is, I remember covering Jim McElwain. You know, there are a lot of problems. Jim McElwain had a lot of problems with, with uh, his exit and all of that. But he made do with Steve Fairchild's players, never knocked, never publicly knocked, never publicly belittled. And part of it was probably pragmatism. He's, he, he's saying, if I'm using this as a stepping stone job, I've got to win, at least to a certain extent, with Steve Fairchild's players. And so that's what that's what he did. And I think that's something that Sergio didn't seem to be suited to doing. It was very it was very frustrating after games to hear him essentially say, I just told the players in the locker room that was you know, this is a complete rebuild and it's brick by brick. And he, so he's he's telling them that he's inherited the program with those significant problems and that, that uh if the players are smart enough, they should infer that he's talking about them, and I think they did. Did somebody staple a New York strip steak to your leg, and the neighborhood dogs have sniffed out the scent? No, I am out. I am out with uh, Vanny, the Afghan hound, uh-huh. who insisted on coming out right at just the right time. He's, so I'm out, I'm out for a walk with Vanny, the Afghan hound. Did you bring a poop bag just in case? Yes, I did. Okay, I'm just, I just want to make sure that as a concerned citizen, I don't want anyone stepping in the remains of your Afghan dog. 
Yes, I, I have taken care of that. Okay. So where does CSU go from here? I mean, there's obviously a lot of buzz about, for example, Tony Alford, who's got connections to the university. He's at Ohio State right now as the assistant head coach, and uh, maybe him coming back. I mean, do they even uh, give Jim McElwain a call because he's had a, a couple of good seasons at Central Michigan rebuilding where, uh, rebuilding his career? Where does CSU go? Honestly, I've seen about 25 names, and I, I've, I've got five on my list. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same list they've got. Tony Alford, though, has been through the interview process with him, including the last time. And if I were the, if I were him, and I've said this publicly, if I were him, I, I'd say, hey, I've been through this before, twice, at least twice. And, and you know you know me. You've been, I'll be going through this with the same people if we do it again. You know me. Are you going to offer me the job or not? That's what I'd do if I were him. So I think they have to address that. And uh, Alford was – also, he got off – Brian Kelly also offered him – a chance to go to LSU and he turned it down, and so you know, there's that on the table too. Mm-hmm. And sorry, Vinny. Vinny wants to. Vinny uh, thinks they should hire Billy Gonzalez, the offensive coordinator in Florida. I think they should consider Matt Lubick. If you're saying, well, that's because of his last name. Well, yeah, it is because of that. This this program needs healing. This program needs healing and moving forward. And so they, Matt Lubick would do that. He's been ousted in Nebraska in a scapegoated manner by uh, Scott Frost in a kind of a gutless scapegoating move. And, yeah, I asked Jim McElwain at least check as a fallback. Uh, you know, it would take mending some fences, quite obviously. But uh, I think he left at least on terms that people people understood. And then Clint Kubiak, the offensive coordinator of the Vikings. I think his background is pretty well known. Uh, what, is the, what is the name of your dog that clearly needs to be fed? Vinny, V-E-N-I. V- Vinny, okay. Do me a favor. I want to ask Vinny, not you. I don't care what you have to say, Terry. I want to ask Vinny what he thinks of your website, terryfry.com, and all of the leather-bound books that you have written. Can you put the phone up to Vinny's mouth, please? Vinny, what do you think? Vinny oh. likes it. He, uh, he now he's silent. My, yeah, now he he's silent. <laughs> He spends a lot of time in my den with me as I'm writing, so he's he's very up on it. Apparently, apparently he, it's not that he's camera shy; he, he's radio shy. Yeah. He, he, you know what he's like? He's like a he's like a child where they always want your attention just when you get on the phone. Yeah, I apologize. I no. apologize for Vanny. No, it's it's okay. Next time when we have you on the show, walk your cat. We probably won't hear a word. <laughs> Real quick, tell us about TerryFry.com. TerryFry.com, T-E-R-Y-F-R-E-I.com. It's got a, pretty much a panorama of my entire career on there, plus uh, details about the books, uh, commentaries, current commentaries, past commentaries, everything, and including about, uh, you know, did you see my uh, my brother was on the uh, National Dog Show again uh, last Thursday, and they beat the Oscars by about a million people. Well, if you train Vinny a little bit better, he might be able yeah. to go on that dog show oh, too. No, 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 no. He's too undisciplined. He's too undisciplined and incorrigible to be a show dog. Well, you know what they say a, 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 a dog is just like its owner. Is that what you're saying about yourself? Uh, no, I'm not. I, think it's, <laughs> it's, I, I believe in the mirror image of, or in the opposite image of dogs and owners. <laughs> Terry, I apologize. No, no, no. We 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 had fun. Tell Vinny it was an absolute pleasure to have him on the show. If we ever get a dog sponsor on the show, I'll send him something in the mail. Okay, okay. I'll send you a picture here in a minute. Please do, please okay. do. Thanks, Terry. Thanks, Terry. Thanks Mace. See you, man. Thanks. Ter- See you. Thanks, Eric. Terry Fry, TerryFry.com. Coming up after the break. Going into yesterday's game, the Nuggets had a chance to beat the worst team in the NBA. Didn't work out very well. And they are plummeting in the power rankings. 
Is this as bad as we potentially think it could be as the Nuggets are now under 500? That's next. Small town, and people let me be just what I want.